1: We're back, baby. It's the horns up talking Texas podcast. Fisher Desopoulos, the DJ himself, Snacks Kreider, and the Quan Cosby. Get your horns up, gentlemen, because we have an 11 a.m. kickoff. (laughs) Quan will be at the game on a different capacity than usual. We won't spoil it, but he's going to be there uh, representing the boys down in Austin, boots on the ground. We are four and a half point favorites. The spread, I believe, last I saw was 51 and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen. It could have moved, or it could be a bit off. But that's what I saw in the over/under. Sorry, spread four and a half, in favor of the Longhorns. Malik Murphy getting his second start. The Kansas State, the Kansas State Wildcats come in. They've also been very hot too. Their only loss in the last five is to Oklahoma State. They trounced Houston. They trounced TCU, winning. I think. I think they outscored both teams by a combined 81 to three. So this offense is no joke. They could really run the football. But again, our only loss is to OU at the last second. The Horn's defense looked phenomenal last week. We held them under 10 points. You can't really ask for more in a really good bounce back after the week off. The OU game and Houston, which was kind of a weird game for us. I think we still had a bit of an OU hangover. Um, The really great win last weekend, again, by the defense and PKs, you know, back in and dialed up and now we host the Kansas State Wildcats. Let's start with it. Uh, Let's go with Utah. We'll start with you, man. Uh, We'll go around the horn. Give us your three keys to the game. Three keys to the game for the Horns to win this one.
2: I think continuing our interior defensive line play um, Mm -hmm. at the level that it has been playing and eliminating. You mentioned that this team is quite good at running the football. Um, I think they're number seven in yards in the uh, in, in division one right now. So, if we can eliminate that, force them to throw the ball on us, uh, you know, we've got some good playmakers back there, and I think our defense can dominate once again as they did last week. So, that's that's kind of my first key takeaway. Uh, my, my second takeaway would be feed my guy, feed Jonathan Brooks, give that man the football, give him more than 16 touches this week. I want to see 20 plus touches, I'm going to see over 100 yards. I want him to absolutely eat and get back into that conversation of being the best uh, bona fide running back in the Power Five conferences. And third, it's just do whatever it takes from playing a clean game to to get out of this this football game with the W. So just taking care of the little things, special teams, all three phases, um, not getting too cute with our play calling as I thought we did last week, especially in the first half. And getting out of here with a, a victory, I don't care margin in this one. We just we have to keep stacking up wins. Um, and as we saw, you know, a win against a, a number twenty-five ranked Kansas State team, the College Football Playoff Committee will reward us for that. Um, and and I think we just have to take care of business. So mm. it's simple things this week for me, but I just you, you know sometimes you don't have to get too crazy with it absolutely
1: and you know they are the number 25 team we saw the big 12 get a lot of respect in the first college football rankings so they're taking this conference seriously which we love to see which means they really value the wins and they value the games we played uh so again we're the number 7 team it bodes well in our favor you got a level we'll see we'll get into the full rankings in a little bit key will go to you man your three takeaways
3: keys man i
0: was thinking about this game. it way, hasn't happened horrible. yet Hey, and by the way, it's four of us. If we need 12 takeaways to beat them, we're going to get our buzz kicked. That's a good point. <laughs> so, well, Toss I took think, two of mine, so don't worry about well, and That's what I was about left. to say. I say, really, I think we'll um, piggyback a little bit on, on Tosses. And you, you talked about the the lines of scrimmages. I, I think that is – I totally agree. Um, hell, this game has the potential if, if, if Brooks gets more than 20-plus carries to – to be a two-hour game because that's that's what they do uh they run the ball a lot and even their tight ends that are really good they usually throw it you know five yards a little screen play something like that and then let them do their thing so um there's not a whole bunch of 30 40 yard passes down the field now um they've been game planning they saw what houston did and oklahoma did so i'm sure they're going to put some in the game plan but i'm just not sure um the k-state i've always played and known they stick to what they do and they try to do it even better And so uh, the lines of scrimmage is certainly a key to the game to me. Um, a a different on offense for me, it's really um still being explosive. You know, uh, Mm. we score fast. K State, they're not even though they've scored plenty, they've just they've been more physical, you know, and and they just weren't stopped. But I don't know if they're a shootout team for the amount that they run and all the above. And then last but not least, tackling. Uh, We saw way better tackle. The one game we lost, we had 18 missed tackles. And so if we can tackle them when they run the ball, control the line of scrimmage, get that two-yard gain versus a 10, then I think we'll be where we need to be. So, yeah, lines of scrimmages, explosive plays on offense, and then tackling. Love it. Nick?
3: Yeah, for me, number one, take the points. You know, stop getting cute. We had you know multiple stops on the goal line last week where we didn't come with any points, you know drove down the field and got zeros. Um this is the type of team where you just got to take the points and I think your offense, you know, sometimes loses the confidence when you go all the way down there and you don't get anything. So just take it. You know, I mean, I'm I'm tired of just seeing, you know, let's go for and fourth, go for and fourth. I mean, we're the type of team where our defense is good enough um, you know, to, to hold teams if we're, you know, up by three points or for up by six points. So take the points. Number one, number two, limit the turnovers. You know, obviously it was Malik's first start last week, but two careless. One of them was a careless mistake. The other one, you know, got sacked and didn't really see the, uh, the blitzer, but yeah, I mean, you got to limit the turnovers because this Kansas state team will run it right down your throat and make you pay for it. And then, you know, number three toss already alluded to it, but just, feed jonathan brooks he's he's uh i think 70 77 yards away from a thousand yards on the season rushing so let's get him his thousand yard game let's get him more than that let's get him a 150 yard game um where he can you know tote the rock 20 plus times and then you know catch the ball at the backfield a couple times and just rely on our run game and run out this clock
1: yeah i mean i'll I'll just piggyback you off you right there at the running out of the clock Beat them at their own game. Q, you said this could be a two-hour game. You're 100% right. That's what they do best. They run the damn football, and it's not just with their running backs. Their two running backs are really excellent, but their quarterbacks can
0: run the heck out of the football, too. They have two quarterbacks with each six Which is so funny. Was, the first thing I thought about when you said that was quarterbacks being plural. But that's, yeah. that's so K-State. They always have some monkey stuff like that, and, and, and they find a way and make the best of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these are tight ends, too. So I, I – I, I'll tether the next question, which would be our X factor player of the game. And I'll use him as one of my keys and I'll go to you guys, but Jalen Ford. Um And, and I, one of y'all said that the tape was out on us because the OU game and quite frankly, the biggest issue in the OU game is we made Dylan Gabriel, who's typically not a runner, look like a runner. Uh, He would gash us up the gut, sometimes improvise plays, sometimes design plays. Uh, And if he can do it, Will Howard can do it. And Avery Johnson can do it if he's in the game, both again, quarterbacks Uh, for the Kansas State Wildcats. So that was Jalen Ford's only bad game of the season. So I want to see him rebound if this is going to be the case in this one. Tackle like you're saying, Q, and control the line of scrimmage and, and and get up there and make a hit. Um, and really not let that happen again, but yeah, it's going to come down to Brooks too. like control, the, control the game clock. If you could have the, if you could win the time of possession battle against this team, I, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape. Um, and, and if we could run the football and, and hang on to the ball, um, I hope said B gets said Baxter gets into the game and has a really strong game too. We've been loving what he's seeing as the weeks have been going on and, and keeping the field a little shorter from a leak keeping everything in front of him a little bit. We don't need to air it out. We don't need the bombs. We don't need the flashy plays. We just need everything within 10 yards, quick screens, quick slants, get the ball out, get it to Sanders, get it to Worthy, get it to our playmakers. And if they have to make a big play, fantastic. Let them make the big play, but no need to really test Malik on this one. Um, And then I give him dancing around. But I would say my one of my takeaways that I really liked with Catalan out, um, him being week to week. I love our safety rotation. So our safety rotation has been pretty nice. Taff, you know, obviously walk-on. Instrumental was known for getting Arch Manning. He had a pick last week. Crawford, really strong. Thompson Williams working their way in. Um, I really love the way our safety rotation is going. So keeping that in the defensive backfield with Watts, keeping those guys fresh legs. We talk about fresh legs in the running back room a lot, but fresh legs in the defensive backfield, I think is going to be really strong. But my X factor for the game, based off what I saw in the OU game, I think their game plan plan could be similar. Jalen Ford. Uh, Nick, who's your X factor for this one
3: X factor for this game is just going to be the entire O line, you know, Mm. keeping Malik healthy in there and, and, you know, not giving him the the pressure where he's going to make bad decisions and then getting our run game going. So the entire O line, let's do it. Nice.
0: Q. Man, I got, I have to dispute a little something you said. Um, Oh, please love that. if if, If we just, you know, dink and dunk down the field, that's just not who Sark is and we have way too many weapons to do that we can't we can't because of their style of play which is exactly what kansas state usually wants it's for you to change it a little bit and want to you know do have that 15 play drive no we got some dudes out there mitchell's one of the best he's a two-time national champion worthy Mm -hmm. can run past just about anybody on the planet and so Throw that damn thing out there, and Malik can throw it a country miles. So I'm okay if we score in two plays and we hold them to three and fifteen, and and, and essentially I'm cool with that. Because if we keep doing that, uh, we put even more pressure on them on the road. However, my X factor is the safety net. He's a cheat code, but he's a safety net, and it's for me. It's J T. Sanders. Um, you, we still have you know Malik just going into his second start. And staying ahead of the change, the problem is the the reason he's my X factor is because I want explosive plays, and you can throw it to him eight yards down the field, and then it'll turn into 40. And so I'm cool with that, too. So on one hand, I agree with you making a little bit more safer passes, but that's only to JT. Now, when it comes to Worthy and all of them, yeah, man, let's run by them. Let's go score. Um, If you go to the game, a couple of games that they've lost, that's what happened. They just couldn't keep up with them, and and guys were – Certainly more physical, but they just they got out on him and K State wasn't able to rebound from it. So JT Sanders, he, he's that good. He's he's a game changer. You still have a young quarterback. Um, who again, the more I think about last week and, and I rewatched that game, threw some really good balls. He had a couple of mistakes. I mean that's kind of expected, but I mean the ones he threw that were touchdowns were great decisions and great balls. And I think he can continue to do that with um safety net slash cheat code, JT. Yeah, absolutely. T.
2: Yeah, I think I I agree with with Q on the point about not limiting our offensive potential by taking away some of the downfield play calling for for Malik, and which was opposite of how I felt going into last game, right? But now it's the second game, and um, I I don't want to take away the playbook because going back to what Nick was saying is one of the key factors. I don't want him to be second guessing himself and he cannot turn the ball over. We cannot turn the ball over. And we also can't squander opportunities. This is now a, a coaching decision that has to be made when we get into the red zone to not put points up on the board, because what that does is it, it gives them an opportunity to then run the football, to make our defense tired. And then we get into a position where in the second half, we don't have the same legs that we had in the first half and things could get a little dicey. So um, this team in comparison to the teams that we have played the previous two weeks, will take advantage of that and will attempt to win the time of possession battle. And they might have a better chance at doing so. They're a better team than those two teams we've played in the previous weeks. Um, so my, my keep, I'm going to give three one. It's just Malik taking care of the football. And then I'm going to say, uh, these guys don't get a lot of love, but if we're taking the points, we're going to need Bert to be really good. And he's going to have to put every single one right between the uprights. And we're going to need Ryan Sanborn to be really good as he has been the entire season, you know, on those, those opportunities where we don't get to, to get into a scoring position and we just want to pin him deep. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that field position eliminates yes. things from their playbook and, and then they might be in second and third in long situations. They have to throw the football, and that's where we win defensively. So I think those two guys, as they always are, um, are gonna be really, really important to us this game
1: yeah a lot of great points um again field position is going to be huge getting to the quarterback if they do drop back is going to be big ethan burke also week to week and he's been having a good season so again it's going to be on sweat and murphy like you said at the top toss and it's going to be on anthony hill who we've been talking about a lot and who's showing promise week in and week out and i I think you brought up a really good point q in saying that in, in malik's decision making um one of the issues, a lot of the issues we had were throws were late, throws were behind, throws were high, or he's off his back foot or lofted, but the decision-making was always fine. He always was very confident and made a decision. It's just he has to, A, maybe make it a bit faster, or B, put a bit more zip and, and placement on his balls. Um, but I thought his at least he when he made a decision, he, he pretty much stuck to his guns and went with it. He was pretty fearless out there. Outs- I think outside
2: he, the pick. The pick was a... Pick, yeah,
1: he picked was, a that, was a, that was a bad decision.
2: There's no. Bad,
1: I'm not saying that he, all the decisions he made were good. I'm saying right. he made he just he stuck to his guns and made decisions, which is what you want to see. The look, the last thing you want to see for this kid is for him in his first game to sit back there, hold on to the football, sack after sack after sack, kill the clock, lose field position, make it third and long for yourself every down, every, every drive. He didn't do that. So at least he came out there. He came out hot. He came out swinging. Maybe he was a little too hyped coming into it, like he was getting the crowd going, like there's <laughs> a WWE match hey, before this it, thing. Football I was loved an emotional
0: it. game. I loved it. I, yeah, I was it was epic. Good.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that's the only knock you can maybe make on it. But I thought, like you're saying, Juan, like his decision-making was he made them.
0: He made them. Yeah, yeah, Which is great. Well, and, and even to go back to even why I want to be aggressive is K-State, they're just not that. Team, they want to run the ball. And I feel like our defense is one that they're going to make some plays. They're that good, but our defense can stop them. You know, they, they can. We have a really good run defense, um especially traditionally run. um Now, when you have Gabriel running the quarterback sneak and the running backs leading, now we've seen that as well. And I think we're better prepared for it. So uh, th- that's why. And, and the crazy piece about it, run game, all that good stuff. But I was, you know, of course, New role this week going back to the sideline for yes, Will. Sir. Um, this looking just kind of previewing the game. Dude, it's only a, like a minute and a half difference in time of possession average this year. Like we've held the ball pretty decently. And and mm-hmm. K State's known for that. They're usually, you know, like pretty lopsided to everyone, 36, 37 minutes, but they're right at 32. We're at like 30 and a half or something like that. So it's it it's a very balanced game we've been playing. And I think that's going to continue. And the reason being, because of Jonathan Brooks, we've already mentioned him a million times. But we've had those you know, crazy plays and, you know, worthy for 40, you know, Mitchell for 50 and all of that. But at the end of the day, the running the football is, is super important, which I have to give a shout out to because it's a distinguished alumni game and a guy that runs the football pretty damn good will be in town we got Ricky Williams that's coming back this week. So that'll be, uh, yes, that'll be pretty sweet. Uh, 20, I think 25 years since his, uh, his Heisman trophy winner. Um, I was actually getting texts about getting him a parking pad. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like I forgot about that, but, um, but no, man, so it's going to be a Just fun don't game hang
1: game. out with him before the game, Q. Maybe hang out with him after. <laughs> no, you have a job. No, that to needs do. to be
0: a post-game deal. That's a post-game.
1: <laughs> Ricky's a post-game hangout, not a pre-game hangout for sure, dude. No. no. <laughs> I cannot he's, function. He's the first pick in the in the post-game draft. I don't know if he's going to the first round of the pre-game draft. <laughs> not if you have a job
0: to do. (laughs)
1: You have a job to do. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we've had him on the show. He's an absolute great dude, and it's great to have him in the building. And you know, we love that. We want again. Like I think this is something you spoke about at the beginning of the year: is getting the alumni back in the mix. Something you spoke about last year with Sark, like bringing these guys back in after the Herman regime. Like a lot of guys are pushed away and excommunicated, or not excommunicated. This is a little harsh, but not as welcome. And I think it's totally changed with Sark now. Um, And so seeing a guy like Ricky who's you know a, a bit more ebb and flow with it um, coming in and out. I, I think it's really exciting to see him back. We're number seven in the college football rankings, gentlemen. Really strong ranking. We're the second team that's won loss. Oregon's ahead of us. I think they value their loss to Washington. That was a very close game. It was in Washington, so not a neutral site like ours. So they value that a bit more.
0: Um, but you got to love what you see. What are your guys' initial thoughts on the college football ranking? I think you value that loss because Washington's still undefeated. Um, I think they valued Oklahoma's neutral site last minute deal. We didn't play that great. And if Oklahoma don't lose to Kansas last week, I think we're still ahead of Oregon. I really do because that was such a big, um, I mean, (laughs) Kansas is, is, we know this, we, we beat the crap out of them, but we know that they're very improved. Um, I I think they're going to finish the season fairly strong, but it's football and not basketball. So with Oklahoma losing to them, um, I think that's the only factor from a college football standpoint that put us, per their mindset, behind Oregon.
2: Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Chris Harris Jr. actually did know something about the corners on that team. Huh? He kept talking them up, and we were like, what are you talking about, dude? Our, our Longhorns, are going to make swift work of them. But they actually He eliminated. knew. They he, knew. Hey, he knew. He played down. really, really damn well against. Bro, Golden
0: he shooting. said it. He said they're going to go man, which is why Dylan Gabriel couldn't run. Their run game was shut down. Those guys went, man, they outnumbered them in the box and said, let's go, and and did one heck of a job. So it's funny you said that, Toss. I was literally watching that game, and I was like, you know what? Chris called this. <laughs> yeah. These corners can go. I mean, yeah. and, and and it was cool to see versus – and it also says a little bit about our receiving core. I mean, damn it, we're our own worst enemy. I think we still do have one of the best receiving cores in the country if we execute on the levels that we can. Um they had a better game when we played them in Dallas. But, you know, uh, freaking Mitchell, the only two-time receiver, you know, national championship receiver in the country, I think, at this point. Um, when when Jay Witt, who's going to be a longtime NFL guy, is your third option, maybe even fourth if you throw Sanders in there, you're in a great freaking spot. So that's why I think we can stay aggressive. Um, but, but, yeah, man, uh, heck of a job by Kansas on Oklahoma. Uh, some ask – Oh, is that bad for us? Are you kidding me? I don't care. Listen, it would be nice to have a first. We got to take care of our business. It'd be nice to have a rematch. I don't care if Oklahoma loses every game for the rest of the year. That's how we feel about them. So, no, it's never bad for us when Oklahoma loses. So, yeah, yeah. I think Oklahoma State
1: this weekend too. That massive, I game, in, it's it a massive enough, game I mean,
0: let's talk about that
2: five-five team tie
0: in the Big Twelve
1: for yeah. first
2: place.
0: Yeah, I mean that's wow. that's real.
2: I mean, the Cowboys are—they're playing for everything right now, right? Like, not only do they want to knock off Oklahoma just because it's bedlam, as you know, that, every year that's a crazy rivalry. Yeah. But it's also, I, are they going to extend that rivalry through them moving? Nope, to, this is the last
0: time they're—they're uh, okay. they're even their politicians got involved through like, them. If they leave, we and,
2: don't want to play them anymore. And they want to win the so Big it, Twelve and get to the Big Twelve championship. Like, right, how much more motivation off. did the Oklahoma State Cowboys need? They don't. Yeah.
1: Done. I know no. where my I, I know where my money is on Saturday. Wow, <laughs> and, I mean, and
0: Oklahoma's limping in.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a really good that's a really good question. To point toss. I they're not playing again. Like they're playing for every. I mean, look, dude, the mullet in the last game against OU.
0: I mean, dude, partying. Well, yeah, and, and let's the be front, real. There was a the conversation that, of the dude. mullet. Um, you know, there have been a hat passed around for his buyout. He right. went in this one. He he really. I mean, we all know that that game, the political aspect. OU bolting on him ruining that robbery. Um, the the politicians will be there because of it. I mean, it's 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 a big deal. And and the mullet, he may literally go from should we buy him out to should we get an extension in this game. They will be fired up, and I'm and that's the just, only I, negative like, about doing the sideline is I'm gonna be like doing post game, and I'm going to be trying to get to well, a TV to watch, watch, you game? watch that game.
1: <laughs> how do you buy him out? I don't understand that. Like, what are you – how are you – you're not going to upgrade from him, in my opinion. If anything, like, they should be – I think he's a really good coach. I think they should be worried about any, worry about him bolting for greener pastures if he gets the opportunity, which is totally plausible.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I don't think it is, though, because – the mullet just talks too much. I mean, ultimately there's political, stuff, they, <laughs> we love I mean, it. it. It's all cute. The whole funny. I'm 40. I'm a man because I, I respect that. Cause he had his guys back, but he talks politics. He, ta- he says a lot of stuff that one, it's why he's failing in recruiting. You know, you, you just got to see the big, bigger picture. Very similar to Dabo Sweeney. He's not buying into NIL quite like he needs to. It, it makes sense when you lose boom Pickens, who had that, you know, that freaking blank check. But, um, it's 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 a lot of factors to why I know I feel like he's done a phenomenal job at Okie State, but there's a reason he's never really gotten an upgrade offer, and it's just there's some things that he just Okie State's kind of perfect for him. For me, it's like TCU, and, and I think Patterson's a great coach. I don't know if Patterson would have been a fit at other places. Yeah, it's a really good point. Before we get to the other
1: games, the Dabo thing is so bizarre with the media and that. And it's giving me, this is a really random reference, but like when the guys from, when the guys from Game of Thrones um, were set to direct Star Wars, like Dabo could have like, been the head coach of bama and like he's got his greener pastures going on but he's blowing it at the very end and oh. he's not going to be able to get the bama job because of the job he's doing right now it's a very random reference but it kind of just like reminds me of that honestly that setup um some other games i wanted to point out real quick before we we lock and load uh we have penn state heading to maryland maryland's not ranked but they're five and three penn state is 11th i don't know how they're 11th yeah that was against ohio state who's one i don't know how they're one by the way that's it's the rank those rankings are a little egregious in my book um so ohio state's one they also had to ruckers penn state's 11 they head to maryland Look, neither of those teams are ranked, but those are two really tough road games. Again, teams that are playing that that's their Super Bowl, some of them. So they want to knock these teams off. Uh, and those are teams we need to lose. FSU's at Pitt. Don't see that. Anything happening there. Number 12, Mizzou. They're seven and one. And look, we want the one loss teams to lose too. Uh, they had to Georgia. I can't imagine the dogs losing there, but Mizzou's over there. That's a very interesting game. KU Iowa State's always fun. And then Washington.
0: Real quick, you 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 said K U Iowa State really fast, but Iowa State's another one of those teams that are in the hunt. They're one of the they're five, five and teams three, that they're are right there. For, yep. First in the Big 12. And KU just put just beat Oklahoma, making them tie for first in the Big 12. Do the Big 12 this week. I know there's a lot of games across the deal, but there's some this is a really big week for the Big 12. You have two of the top, you have two of the five playing each other, or four of the five, you know, playing each other and then you have the one that isn't in the mix that's in second, essentially Kansas, playing one of the five. So, I I mean, it's going to shake up like nobody's business this week.
2: I know we're leaving them, and I know they're kind of doing us dirty, and all you have to do is go look at the penalties called against Texas compared to the rest of the Big 12. But I am a little happy that the OG Big 12 schools are the ones that are at the top of the pecking order as opposed to some of the newcomers, and the newcomers are getting kind of – Destroyed against oh, no, every other big community. The they UC- to put it lightly, they used have
1: knights and the they're Cincinnati teams. Bearcats are toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. They're toilet well, paper after a night of ramen.
0: Mix, you remember, we thought it was all weird. We're like, man, the Big 12 started off like garbage, but now they're truly in the mix. They have four teams ranked. And to your point, that's a great point right there. BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, they're getting the business. Welcome to the big leagues. And this is really of course, for where we're going and what that conference is going to be, it's like well, welcome to maybe double or triple A versus yeah. the big leagues. Yeah, I mean,
1: UCF's in there, too. I mean, these teams – like I oh, yeah. guess UCF yeah. gave OU a tough time, but that's kind of like a random game. And, like, I guess OU's maybe – they gave us their best. You know, and that was like the, we always say that game is a bit different in, in the Red River and in, in Dallas, and they've really struggled. Like they struggled, they barely beat UCF. Like that was a two point conversion they they won the game on, and they obviously lost to Kansas last week. So. Mm-hmm. Those teams at the, at the bottom, it's, a, it's definitely a better look for the Big 12, like the newcomers are struggling for sure. Um, and the last ones I want to finish off, because Washington goes to USC. USC cannot stop a nosebleed. I have no idea how that defensive <laughs> coordinator still has a job. He just does. He must have some serious dirt in Lincoln Riley from the OU days. Um, so, <laughs> Well, yeah, probably when,
0: um, while Lincoln Riley had two houses in Norman.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. We still haven't <laughs> figured that out. Oh, good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need a, a degree in detective. Uh, Activism <laughs> to to figure that one, to figure that one. out. would be a Hardy boy. Um, the uh, so Washington heads to USC. I don't think they'll they'll lose that game, but in the off chance, it's a big, again, it's a big game for USC. They're also competing to be in the PAC 12. One of their only, one of their losses is in the PAC 12 against Utah. So they're still in the mix for that uh, title. So that's a big one to watch. And then Bama LSU, obviously one of the biggest games every single year. It's clear that the committee obviously loves FSU. It's clear that the committee, they have him higher than Washington and they value that LSU win. Um, so if Bama can put the hurt on LSU, Look, I think that's the best case for us is Bama winning versus OU. We're big Bama fans, ironically. So as long as Bama keeps the train rolling, Bama takes care of business against what the committee deems to be the best two-loss team in the nation in LSU, um, I think it bodes well for us. I think it hurts FSU, and we just eventually need FSU to drop a game some way, somehow.
3: I, mean, I
2: What would you say, Nick?
3: So get your popcorn ready because these last few weeks are going to be interesting. It I mean, gets really right, nuts. It's, yeah. yeah I mean, look. I, it gets really I, crazy. I mean, you, it's always – it's fun to root for Bama, honestly. You know, like we're rooting for them all year long. <laughs> yeah. you know? we're not usually rooting for them, but it's fun to root for Nick Saban's Bama, and it'll be fun to root for USC to knock off Washington. You know, I think yeah. the it's irony. Not, it's not not plausible. I mean, yes, they can't stop a nosebleed, but at the same time, their offense can completely go off and win in like a fifty to forty-nine shootout. Caleb
0: can make a lot of money winning his game. You know? Yes, and, and especially after he's had a, a few rough weeks, um, Lincoln can make a lot of money because I don't know that Lincoln, per what I've heard. I don't know what he was thinking. We all know it. USC's LA; it's a great blue blood and all the above. But I've heard it just annoys the you know what out of him with walking into pregame at Oklahoma and it's a full stadium, and walking into you know the end of the first quarter, and there's people still trickling in 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 LA, and so it's Bro, just
2: you don't like terrible. if you don't like if you don't like smoke, don't be the pitmaster though. You know what I mean? Like don't like. Yeah, no, I agree. It, like, why are you taking the job? I don't know. So yeah, I I, I, oh, I literally, I'm like, dude,
0: did he do any recon? <laughs> right.
1: I don't know. But like, even I'm still shocked going to the games. Like, I can't believe how empty it is. I'm there. Like, it's wild, it's, isn't it? It's, it's, it's really wild. I, I If I'm him, I'm like, all right, like, he's, in his mind, he's coming to town. He's going to bring the big quarterback. Like, he's going to fill the seats. Like it's so uh, it's so unfathomable. Like the Utah game, that is one of the. I sent the picture. We posted the picture. We all sent it around on Twitter. It, it exactly. popped off on Twitter because it was ridiculous. It was
2: a sea of red and not jerseys, just of empty seats, dude. Right. Yeah, but how many coaches in college football bring? How many coaches bring students to the game besides Dion Prime Sanders? Outside of Coach Prime, you got to win
0: before no, no, they no, come dude, to the. it happens more than you think because Mac Brown does.
3: I, yeah, but Mac I mean, won.
2: Mac U- won. U- UNC. I know, but he won. Like he's he's a national champion, though. Yeah, I but like,
0: USC's rank at one point, USC was top ten. It makes yeah, yeah. I mean, four it, four it, four. it
2: all goes back to the defense with them, and their defense just sucks. Like that, <laughs> I don't, like it's, that's just what it is. Like so, they don't even give and, themselves a shot by having a mediocre defense. Like it's so yeah. bottom barrel that it's. It's it reminds
1: terrible. me of, like, on our defense a couple of years ago. Like, we would be like, our defense sucks, our defense sucks. And then we'd look on Sundays, and it's like, wait a second, Caden Stearns is dope. He just <laughs> <Yeah>. was misused because <laughs> so like, Todd oh, Orlando yeah, like, was garbage.
0: That, that terrible
1: defense has, like, eight NFL guys. Oh, they do, for sure, 100%. Um, but,
0: so it's scheme, it's all the above. But, no, yeah. I, that, I'm with you all how that guy still has a – but I guess it's, you know, Lincoln being loyal to – it's still, but and we've heard murmurs of him wanting to get out of there anyway. Talking yeah. about NFL. So the rumor mill is, is the is rumor mill is full yeah, of it. The, the Bears, defense.
1: the Raiders, any of it could happen yeah. for, for Lincoln. And like and now, McS1. and now
2: now Harbaugh's entered the rumor mill too. Obviously. Oh dude,
1: how crazy is that? How do we not touch on that? We could t- we could touch on it quickly because I think yeah. it I think it tailors into us in the college football playoff. Um, because I was I was just gonna say on Nick's point of rooting for Bama and rooting for um, USC this weekend. I hate to be sentimental, but I will be for a hot second. It's great to root for us in November. Like we're we're in November and for the first time in years, we're really rooting for something. Like this yeah. is like, there's, this is no holds barred. Every game's a playoff game for us right now. And that's to me, very exciting for Longhorn nation. Um, and what can be really exciting for Longhorn nation could be like, I, our savings grace is this sign stealing scandal because if I know they have Ohio state one, but if Michigan beats the crap out of Ohio state, which is so plausible because their quarterback yeah. is not good. If they beat the crap out of Ohio state, it booms, it moves, Ohio, it moves Ohio state down. They get a postseason ban, and they can't participate in the playoffs. If the if the NCAA somehow gets it together and comes down with that, That's all happen. of a sudden it it may oh, or may sure. not. It, I mean, look, I'm just throwing this out there. It it, it probably won't, but it may it could.
0: Harbaugh like, don't it, have a lot of friends in in the um, NCAA world because he's just. I hear he's kind of a hard ass. But I'm gonna tell you why it's probably not gonna happen because you've heard the Nick Sabans get on there and say, "Yeah, kind of everybody does it." Um, not necessarily on this scale. This is mm-hmm. some, and again, I, I, I watch my ass. This is taking it to a whole nother level. Um, But even Dion, everybody says, you know, people look over. That's why you do the different signs and you do all the BS. Um, but so that I don't think it's going to get on that level. How at least this season, right? For me, I think it's going to be one of those deals that they take into the off season. Not mess sure. up this season and then um they address it with scholarships or next year's post. I mean, because next year you're going to the 12 team playoff. And um the weird the, the crappy thing about it is I think Michigan's gonna have like 30 guys graduate, so they're probably not gonna make it next year anyway. But I, I think it's if we're talking about the NCAA. One, they're unpredictable, but two, what is predictable is they usually don't do what they probably need to. So who the hell knows how it's gonna work itself out? Yeah, like yeah, like
2: I'm put, like put mics in the QB's helmet. Yeah, like that, like <laughs> stuff
0: like that. Yeah. You know, just, you know, common sense
3: is not just, very common.
2: Just little things like that. Uh yeah. I don't
3: see it happening either. I think that they, they don't want to punish these these students, these players, right? they are literally on the doorstep of going to the national championship. You're just gonna rip that away from them. Put the put the ban, put the uh, penalties on next season. You know, fresh yeah. slate. You know, before they even know what's to happen. I mean, these guys have played eight games already. You know, trying to vie for a national championship, you're just going to rip it out mid season. I just don't see that happening.
1: But they've yeah, I mean, done he, that to. They've punished teams. Sorry, so T, I'll let you go. But they've punished teams in the past. Like, like this. Like, I know it's. I know it's wildly different, and it's it's not comparable in the in the crime. But like what happened in Baylor, what happened in Penn State like the kids were punished too. Like they, and they weren't even a, close to a part of it. No, I get and it. They, yeah, and they felt yeah, the wrath it, of that, wasn't that, that season, though
0: Even those kids were punished in the next, the following season. Yeah. But they so also,
3: guys, yeah, they weren't, a, you know, or they, they weren't like heading to the national championship. Yeah. Well, I'm just throwing it wasn't out
2: in, there. It wasn't in the midst of the discourse and the conversation around college football being that the NCAA is, is losing their grip on these colleges too. Right. Like they kind of have to, they can't be the, the big, bad sheriff anymore because no. there's too many critics out there. There's too much on the line for them. And th- with NIL and how everything's shaken out, like they're in a bad position and they're bad. Well, the, right
0: the only thing I will say is NCAA won't do crap. They won't do it this season. But I think we've all heard there's a conference call. And it's crazy as that'll be because it would hurt the conference that the, there's other coaches in that conference asking for immediate action hmm. because they feel wronged by hey they beat us I, I went back and watched film and i felt like they knew my play well yeah because they sent old boy over here to watch five games and still signs again i i still have weird <laughs> every in baseball people are looking in there trying to see what there's so many things done in the the, the game of sports but I still do feel like they took it to a whole nother level. And if the conference does something, that's out of the NCAA hands.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, what I was going to say is, look, Brian Abreu got to pitch in game seven. You know what I mean? And like the Rangers still won and they still ended up winning the World Series. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the day after they win the World Series. For the first Texas time now. In their franchise history, they are, as of right now, the best team, the best baseball team in the state of Texas. Q. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm not. Uh, and, you know what
0: I didn't say is that last year because that was like our second or third one. You know, we don't.
2: Yeah. We, they, they, I'm it well, technically, don't it was, it. technically, it was your first because the first one you did.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: God. No, Let's
0: get a pass, but ask look, 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 look. You can't. You got to I, put the bat on the ball, baby.
2: No, I. you got to give the respect to Texas. Bruce Bochi winning. Oh, yeah. His, no, that was awesome. That's his the thing.
0: I'm not that dude, though. I, I grew up in the middle of both of them. The reason I got annoyed with the Rangers because of how they did Nolan Ryan. I've always been a Texas baseball fan. The Rangers did him pretty dirty when he helped build him up the first World Series. And then he played for both teams. So I was like, I'm rolling with my man Nolan because I know his family real well. But no, nah, dude, it's so cool to have two Texas teams go back to back and to be different teams. Um and they'll, and they'll and, be and,
2: they'll be both of them will be right back there next year, too. Oh, dude, um, for sure. So
0: that's, it's, it's a good and fun robbery for sure.
1: The Dallas fans are just the worst. No offense. You're not a bad one, but like I'm in a group text real quick with like a couple Atlanta guys and Texas guys. And I guess the Braves, the Braves won a couple years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the, and the Rangers just won. And then I'm the only Red Sox fan in the group. And then they just changed the name to Fisher's team sucks. Like oh As if God. I haven't like seen like a million. I, like,
0: You've been there before. Yeah, these, I was like, hey, I was like, brain, okay, yeah, like throws, dude, socks. All these folks have won in the last freaking ten years. Hundred percent. Very 100%. first one. Yeah, I was, like, all right. I was like, all well, right, dude. My team's
1: I, won four times in the last twenty years, and he's like, well, my team's won one time in the last hour. I was like, all oh, right, it's pretty, I was like, I don't know. pretty This is like, the it's last hilarious. this is the
2: last thing I'll say. I don't know. Obviously, the Rangers didn't lose a game on the road, which is a tremendous feat in and of its own right. Insane. But the acronym for road is Rays, Orioles, Astros, Diamondbacks. So kind of kind of nuts.
0: Oh Lord. That is yeah, boy, y'all. I kudos, man. That's it's just a, like one of those pretty, weird sports things. That just, it's and, actually pretty wild. Yeah.
3: Like how did that end up being that documentary
0: 20 years from now about that? (laughs) That's pretty wild. They're going to get a really
1: nerdy dude be like, yeah, I figured out this acronym. Right. Like, or Ricky Williams post game. Be like, it just came to me. Like this acronym (laughs) of what happened in the world in the, in the Rangers road to victory (laughs)
0: where Ricky talked about this eight years ago on his sabbatical. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) uh, Uh, hey, Hey, you said it best, Nick, man. What a fun time of year. Uh, kudos to the Rangers. They're a Texas team, and they absolutely destroyed, you know, the Diamondbacks uh, overall. And I'm not a Cowboys fan, so I don't give, really care what they're doing, but just really um, UT being in the mix on this level and nationally in the mix, the lowest yeah. they've ever been in the college playoff era, its it's a damn good feeling to have. And I just – I'm I'm like anxious a little bit because if they figure out figure it out this weekend and, and find a way to win that one, and then it's going to get real
3: after that. Yeah. So um, uh, we're fired good, up. Good, I, good I vibes in can, the state of
2: Texas. We just yeah, get, we, yeah, we were just
3: talking about how if you're being a fan of New York teams right now, you're in total disarray and it's a just complete tragedy. Jets, Giants, Yankees, Mets, you know, Knicks, Nets, like it's not great. But if you're in Texas. Things are looking Brooklyn. good. You got the ALCS, Houston, and, and Rangers, and you got our yeah. Longhorns are sitting number seven. And you've got Cowboys the, in the mix. Spurs, who are looking good with Women Yamba, and, and Mavs have Luka. And you said Cowboys in the mix. Texans actually look better than expected. There's so. Trout's
0: pretty damn special.
3: Even though they're not going to
0: probably make the playoffs, their future is bright with him. It's when it rains,
1: it pours, gentlemen. When it rains, it pours. We saw it in Tampa Bay a couple years ago. The Rays win, Lightning won, the Buccaneers won. Uh, and that's just one example. So, and it's been an, it's been that way in Boston before. Rangers and horns, yeah. baby. Rangers and horns, man. We're we're the next. We would technically be the next After up. So get line. your horns up. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep the train rolling. Let's let's keep it going in uh, the championship. Let's make Texas the title state, <laughs> not title town, because there's all all the different <laughs> ones. But the title state. Uh, and let's go beat K State this weekend at the 11 a.m. kickoff. Sure. Q. Have fun on the sideline. We're go, pretty. Go. Wear a nice little uh, pretty dress for us, uh, <laughs> and, and, and we'll be rooting for you. It brother. is close to
0: Halloween. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, get, get get away with it. Get your <laughs> horns up, fellas. We'll see you guys next time.
2: Welcome. Okay.